long players welcome back to the long play listening party the show where we go deep on local music writing recording inspiration gear and whatever else sounds good to us whole crew is back nate royce and drew we are covering side two of my record fight songs this week and uh should we just cut straight to it nate with hey sleepyhead Featuring Rob Spector and Aaron Travis. Doing that punk rock thing guys, that Rob loves to what do. What those guys do on the song? Backing vocals. What those guys play? Backing vocals. Backing vocals, yep. Uh. So while we hang out, this is like a very intentional side two, like flip the record over, reset, and a deliberate kind of echo of cookie energy-wise. So we've kind of been on the whole journey with a couple of twists and turns. Fight song was like a big departure. And it's the only song on the record that sounds like that with all the orchestration and the jazziness and everything. And so this is like a reassertion, like we're going back to the rock. Up, tumble down the stairs. Hey, sleepy head, your coffee's ready. Like a normal week, we've shared each other's bed, but it doesn't look like you've been resting. When you sit, love, and you stare, some DK one. Now, is this one? Is this one Taylor's version? Yeah, hey, sleepy head, Taylor's version. This is specifically about, I mean, this is from when I was dating Carrie Ann and we weren't engaged or married yet. And like just those, this is about the carrot. Like to me, Drew, this is very specifically connected to the carriage house that I used to live in. And just like those, those uh, Saturday or Sunday mornings after your partner stays over and you're happy that like it's good times but also it's just kind of there's a little bit of like eyeing each other across the room like what are we gonna do today and and maybe like just a little hint of like i love being here with you but i could use just like a short break like an hour i mean you know throw me something Was that was that too revealing? We've all been there, haven't well, we? No, I mean, mean, I mean, I've in spite of the claims, I've been married for 15 years, and um, I've, uh, I've 
My wife needs an hour-long break from me every day. So what I'm hearing is this song is almost as relatable to you as a Taylor Swift song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um... Something, something about a scarf. Uh, yeah. That vocal there, that's just one vocal? The one that we just listened to? There were backing vocals doing like an, uh, a new off. Like, like right there, yeah. Yeah. So there's Rob and Aaron. Here's a Thursday and champagne at 10 a.m. Sleepy heads and sexy boots. And then here comes the big, big moment. Name and try to name again what keeps us going on. Something in the way she moves. Here's a Thursday and champagne at 10 a.m. There's another that that organ line. Yeah, I was gonna ask, is that the natural tone of the that organ? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's got the draw bars and everything, but whatever whatever I set up on the draw bars, that's that was that sound. Yeah, it was. A, I mean, it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of like a combo type of organ. Yeah, and not necessarily like Hammond or B three. Yeah, or something. which is which is a cool. I mean, it's it fit that song for sure. Yeah, I had a lot of um, fun, you know, dialing in. And you're gonna have to be on me. I mean, I'll 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 try to stand myself, but uh, since we're gonna do this DJ style, um, I'm at the. Or are we to infer from these lyrics that your girlfriend would stay over at your house out of wedlock? That's correct, sir. Says her friend will be in Well, I don't know if I can be part of this podcast anymore, guys. Yeah, I might actually log off. Pretty, uh, pretty racy stuff here over at the, uh, the MS ride. Is there any way to cut me out of, like, the rest of it? Well, your song's coming up. <laughs> I recorded that song before I knew that you were. Oh, I see. The Red Lock yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Corey does some background vocals on this song, and this is the first one. We we have a little suite here of songs that have nothing to do with Carrie Ann. So this is like. This is pure imagination. I was thinking about this kind of like. 90s girl with a short haircut and uh, I don't know the kind of girl I feel like I used to meet at parties maybe they're still out there I don't know but this is a this is a very imaginary kind of scenario and some different influences right so like uh, definitely trying to nod to the first Foo Fighters record uh, and definitely doing kind of a hold steady type of thing with some of the vocals and lyrics. Says she's sick of hanging out. Hey, this day's got to get to her. Royce, there's a little production 
trick. I mean, I mean, I know you know it, but I don't know if you'll notice on first listen, there is an acoustic guitar tucked in there, heavily compressed, to just add the note definition that I wasn't getting from the electrics. And that was not something I planned. I only planned the electric guitars, and as I was mixing very late in the process, it was just like, I don't know, it sounds a little thin. I, I, I'm not quite getting the notes of the chord. So I layered in an acoustic. Gotcha. <laughs> so much. I did so many keyboard sli organ slides up and down on this record. Just, I'm just sliding all over the place. That, I mean, if you have an organ and you don't do any slides, I'd be wondering what's wrong with you. Well, I, I worried it was too many, but it was just so much fun, and it didn't, it doesn't really pop out in the mixes too much. So, no, dude, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't. I wouldn't say that at all either. But I definitely got fuzz tones. What's that? Because you ex expect the fuzz tone on the guitar. Down on Deloney Street, the greatest by far. Yeah. Uh, so this one features Scott again playing sax. And uh, oh man, I love this song. Almost didn't make the record. This is the one from The Dream. And I left, I arranged it knowing I was going to send it to him. So there's there was empty spaces for a solo and like a saxophone jam. I didn't know what he was going to do with those spaces. But the song, there wasn't a song without them. Sent the song off to him, and and the the sax parts that came back, so cool. Made the song, took it from, I'm not sure it's gonna work on the record to one of my favorites. That's such an auto-tune sax. Sax, not even funny. For the podcast listeners, we're laughing. Nate is obviously being sarcastic. But was it? It was it. Uh, Auto tuned? Are you kidding me? You just blew my mind just now. I mean, I won't say I did zero tuning on the saxophones, but I I tried to do as little tuning as possible, including on my voice. Much more tuning on my voice than on the saxes. I try not to. But if it helps, I'll do it. Is that time factor delay on the guitar? Uh, Boonar. Oh, it's the Boonar. Yeah. Okay. And the Boonar has that, like, the repeats kind of chorus against each other. Hmm. Uh, little 404 effects on the uh, acoustic guitar, the classical guitar part there, so like bringing in the 404. 
It's also, I missed talking about it, but the intro to the third song, Time I Would Spend, also has 404, Vinyl Sim. So like pulling in a little bit of that 404 stuff that I've been into. Scott sent these saxes over with a one second delay on them just because that was whatever the default was and wherever he was recording. And uh, it sounded awesome. I kept it. So the delays on the sax are literally, it's a one second delay, which has no relationship to the tempo of the song. That's pretty cool. It's turned in. I didn't know where this was going. I mean, I kind of told him to do like kind of James Brown things on those bridgey parts. Yeah. Which he sort of did, but like there's, I don't know. This makes me think of the police for some reason. I don't know why. Like, I don't know what to compare this to, but I love what it became. No, I, I can, I can hear police. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I love it. I, you know, I'm just trying to think of what my music sounds like. I'm thinking like the police, maybe. You know? <laughs> no, I think maybe something like a tar a little bit. Uh, there's a quality to, um, you know, however you recorded and mixed it that. It sounds good. That isn't a, yeah, that's not a stretch. For me, right. obviously, of, worries. of course, I meant I mean, vibes only. Yes. I'm not trying to make a comparison, but I, <laughs> I appreciate the ribbing. Uh, here, so Nate plays, uh, Nate plays organ. That's and what we're here to do. How piano in the song, Nate. I have to tell you. So when, uh, when Corey heard the fir- the whole album for the first time, one of the things he emailed me about was your piano in this song. Yeah, and he he not knowing I had said it, he was like, "Oh, I see Nate did a little Hornsby on the uh, on the key part." And I don't know if you remember, but when you sent those parts over, I was like, "Oh yeah, you went full Hornsby on that piano. That's nice." I'll take that as a compliment sure. because, yeah, uh, who doesn't like Bruce Willisbury? I know, man. I think you got to be a monster. That's the way it is. <laughs> That's the way it is. Didn't he play with like uh, the Dead or Dead and Company or something for a while too? Oh, I don't know. I think yeah, he played with somebody. Surprising. Um, I don't remember. I'm looking it up. And I'm, while I'm listening to the song, Howie, mm-hmm. I'm looking it up. Okay. Where is the light? Is there a more this is definitely a much more mellow vibe. Yeah, this, this almost could have gone on a different record. Like, I have some more songs kind of like this with the, the finger picking and... 
But I don't know. It was ready, I think. I like the variety. Yeah, this is the first vocal that went down, the first final vocal. Just because it was easy, you know, it's, it's light, it's a little bit low in my range, so it was, I kind of did them in ascending order of difficulty. So this was the first one. Didn't require a lot of share. One percent, maybe. <laughs> yeah, just survive the days until. metal project that we've been talking about how he and the vocal treatment you might want to go for like five percent share and then like 95 percent sunny right before he hits the tree <laughs> <laughs> jesus uh yeah horns we played like over 100 shows with the dead from 90 to 92 wow and in his early life uh, he studied music at University of Richmond uh, and uh, I played in a band with his brothers. They played like Allman Brothers covers, the band, and predominantly Grateful Dead songs. So, little tidbit, I had to figure it out. Good Googling, yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, if you don't like Bruce Hornsby, <laughs> oh, man, somebody, yeah, yeah. You, you, you gotta go ask somebody. Uh, so this next one is Look the Other Way. Yes? Look the Other Way, yep. Cool song from Miles. That is Carrie Ann out of that parenthetical of this song. I'm gonna repeat myself in advance. I told the story in the demo video that's not out yet, but uh, writing lyrics for the song was very hard. Just didn't know what to write about, and name that fuzz. What's the fuzz on the guitar? Uh, Mr. Furious Audio, fantastic. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Did you? Were you using the octave fuzz? Yeah. Yeah. Octave setting. So when I was writing lyrics, it was about a year ago, and I was watching The Expanse. And the scratch lyric I had in my hand, my head was, um, I will come back to Mars. Because I was in whatever, season three or season four, or whatever, where they're, you, you watch the characters be on Mars for a while. But the science fiction vibe it was not really fitting with the record, and it was only a scratch lyric anyway. And at some point I realized, so the, our cat's name is Miles, which kind of sounds like Mars. So this turned into this song 
imagining all the crimes I would commit to afford to to, to get money to buy medicine for our sick cat. And it's a lot of crimes. I would do a lot of crimes if the cat needed it. Gotcha. And so I'm, I, I assume that the metaphor is drugs and you, right? Uh, this song's not <laughs> metaphorical. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> He's like, no, I would really kill you for my cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the context of the song. It's, you know, one of the fun things to do. This is what I do. In a way, this is like a Mars Light song, right? Because one of the fun things to do with songwriting for me is to take a real emotion or situation and then, like, elevate it the way you would in a science fiction movie or a comic book or fantasy novel or something like that. And that's kind of what this, this is kind of a noir fantasy of the cat needing medicine. (laughs) Carrie Ann got a huge kick out of that, of course, which is why she added, like she's very into this song and like added this, the parenthetical uh, for the title and everything. Love it. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice banger yeah. to kind of cleanse the palate and set us up for the last real song on the record. So did I miss you? Question mark. So why why November first? Do we get the answer to that? Why November first? Oh, why release the album? Yeah. Um, it was kind of. Yeah, los Muertos. It was. Sorry. Yeah, you're fine. You're doing great. Um. He's right. Not for you. It it just fit in the schedule basically. I mean. So I put out the mixtape like two months ago is all. And I've learned, I mean, don't I, my personal opinion, don't put out music between Thanksgiving and New Year's. Because I, you don't have any, not that I'm on any list, but like people are not in new music mode between Thanksgiving and New Year's. Everyone's looking back at the year that just happened. Yeah. So this was like kind of the latest date before Thanksgiving, I can hit a band camp Friday. We got a couple weeks to promote. And then, you know, Mr. Furious will kind of lay low until January. Okay. Uh, so, do we get an answer to this? So, did I miss you? Is it in the song? Are you going to tell us the answer? Well, I don't know. That's a, So, the, it's a literal question to... Uh, Carrie Ann and I I don't know if I know the answer so I don't know if any of you guys can identify with this or like um, Carrie Ann likes to be missed right like if she goes on a trip she wants to hear that I miss her 
And when she gets home, she wants to hear how much I missed her. And I'm not sure. It, it takes a long trip for me to kind of get there. Right? Like, and I just, yes. I kind of don't think about it that way necessarily. You know, you're there and I'm here and I know when you'll be back. And I definitely like it when you're here. But a break is good as well. Demonstrate, he wants you to demonstrate object permanence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, enlighten me. I think that's all it is. Okay. <laughs> so, so the question really goes back to her, right? So this is this song is me like... Here's me putting my own feelings in my own words. You decide if I missed you or not. I don't know what to say, because that's those aren't the words that come naturally to me. Like, I'm really happy you're back. I had an okay time. Uh, you, know, you gotta start doing this all the time when she leaves the room for five minutes. <laughs> Just, just play the song. So glad you're back. I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> That's one way to change the vibes for sure. It's like at, at this age and at the stage, you know, I'm where I'm at right now, basically, you know, just that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Or I'm taking uh, some of these things to, to, you know, somewhere else with a bunch of other people, you know, and do that. Then I'm bringing them back here and, 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 you know, it's like I, and then now I'm happy you're, you're back. You guys start acting genuinely surprised that she chose to come back. (laughs) Holy shit. I didn't know you were going to fucking be back. I was just, (laughs) just assuming. Uh, you, uh, you, uh, you, you took a bag, I thought you moved out. Yeah. Like the times when the grief got over. Scott on the saxophones again, of course. I get scared, I'll be on. Really good or really bad that I chose to sit in the garage where all this leftover beer is. I think it's good. I think it's been great. Is that an Odell's? Or is that a, uh, what is it? Me and my friend Dale over here. Dale! That's a Dale's. There you go, buddy. Yeah. Dale's Pale Ale. No, I think you made the right decision. Still all right. Oh, that's a smooth deck. Yeah. When uh, the estate of Sonny Bono sues the podcast, just keep a running tally of how many cans I've been putting away. And, I don't know. That's our defense. I haven't talked to my lawyer. <laughs> this was a uh, this is a weird one to program because the 
the whole song, but the verse riff especially, has this real like drag feel to it. That da 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 da, da. like each note just really drags and it has this lopsided feel and like figuring out how to program that took some. But I could I could, I could see you I could see uh, a little. You know, uh, Dave Matthews dumping sewage off the bus, tour mm. bus, and that one. I don't too. know. I don't know that one really. I I might object to that one. I mean, it, it's it's a little uh, sort of like some of his slower tunes that I used to like, and I I don't think I do mm. <laughs> anymore. But I'm but, pretty sure it's under four minutes, though, right? So. Do I get some credit for that? Maybe. Oh, of course. Okay. How did you? How did you tackle yes, it's that? Three, it's three forty-four. Okay. Yeah, that's not four minutes of raw sewage, man. That's still a lot of raw sewage. <laughs> three minutes and forty-four seconds. <laughs> Wait, Royce had a question. Let Royce ask his question. You, you were talking about programming that dragon fill. How did you? How did you accomplish that? Just, I mean, there's a grid, and it's just it was just trial and error. Um, Reaper will sub kick snare, kick snare. Yep, and Reaper will subdivide okay. down to like 128th notes. So just figure out exactly how many 128th notes back the snare needed to lay. Each snare. Program anything off grid. Does it does it work that way? I think you can, I don't know how Reaper works, but I know for sure in Pro Tools and probably in Logic you can set an offset. It only takes a spark. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. So it quantizes everything somewhat though, like to some even subdivision of a, of a note. I think Reaper cannot uh, have MIDI timing smaller than a 128th note. I could be wrong about that, but that's what I found. Uh, real quick, so this is a bonus track, Speed Lab featuring Tim Gillespie. Uh, this is not about a fight. Uh, this is an attempt to tell a sort of James Bond story, but uh, Partially decolonized. Oh, I thought it was about making meth. Nah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can kick me out if you want to. No, no, uh, you're perfect. This is you great. Want. I love this so much. <laughs> Oh, this is actually the oldest song, so this goes all the way back to 2006. It's crazy. I mean, Royce, you've got notebooks probably that old, right? It's the same thing. Yeah, but there's nothing any good in there. <laughs> there's, there's some gems. I bet we could polish some things up. Yeah, I, I don't know if I believe that wholly.
like this. It's uh, it's punchy. Yeah, it's fun. Well, one of my favorite little things, Nate, is those little organ fills, like right in here. Just a little ostinato, not not really ostinato, but those that repetitive little fill. Yeah, when that sax came in, I almost uh, was uh, made me think of like Springsteen a little bit. Totally. nonsense i mean i i kind of jammed a story in there but like it's kind of nonsense but i i just love the sounds i love the core i love the way it moves i love the melody it just had to be something well now we have naked guy take seven for fight song Come here, you would be dressed for the occasion. Absolutely zero tuning on any of this one. Is <laughs> just raw. This is just how it went down. Uh, live. There are two mics like pointed. You know, pointed at the guitar, pointed at my face. But, uh, this is, uh... And so what was the, um, thought behind recording it this way? Well, I just needed a, a bed to build the actual recording around. Because the timing, there's no, it's all feel, there's... I mean, there's a pulse, but it's not consistent. This cannot be mapped, or someone could, I'm sure, but like, I was not going to map this out or make a click or anything like that. So I needed a guide. I needed a take that I could listen and like actually. So then from here, I played the bass and then played the real guitar part and then put the real vocal on it. Okay. To have the, so that's then what you hear in the album, and that's huh. what I sent to Scott to say now, and you do a little orchestration on this. But I just had to have like a starting ah point. okay all right yeah okay that's make okay this makes more sense. But on its own, on its own, it's 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 a very interesting version of the song. Yeah, Carrie Ann likes this one. I think more than the the big one. I was I was trying to do a a vocal take that I could use. Um, and it's a decent vocal take, but like, uh, it was just too hard to play guitar and sing this song all at once. Never fell for them. Never. 
for them. When I can make the words my own, you'll be the first to hear them. been between us since I saw you love on the steps in May. I can't believe that's the quietest we've been on the whole show. You set the mood. I guess. Yeah, man, it's uh, I like that. That's a really good record, Howie. Thank you. Man. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, man. I appreciate you guys listening to it with me. And, Congrats, man. Uh, good job, you all involved. Really good collab. Yeah, and that really it needs that spice, right? Like it's really. I know it's like 90% me and it's a solo album, but like this, this collaborations and having that little different element to so many of the songs really yeah. takes it over the it top. A lot. Yeah. It's, that's been my experience with um, reaching out and asking for input. Yeah. That's kind of what you did with your uh, unreleased Digitone project, right? Yeah. Um, it's probably finished that, but yeah, uh huh, yep. Cool. Well, I hope uh, people will check it out. You can find it at mrfuriousrecords.bandcamp.com and on all the big uh, streaming platforms. And uh, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy it. I probably won't make another one like this. Um, it took 14 years to assemble these songs and I wish part of me wishes I had another batch that I could do um, but the truth of it is I don't and I've never repeated myself if I could repeat myself I'd do it with this one because <laughs> um, I love this a lot but that's that's just not how I write. Well, I was gonna. Well, yeah. I mean, I was gonna wonder uh, or ask you if, uh, you know, if this, if that would, if this would be a record you'd consider, you know, playing live with, uh, and you know, yeah, for with sure, other musicians or and what you would, you know, focus on doing, which I would guess be vocals, but I, I'd want to play bass, for sure. Okay. I mean, the bass is the most important thing to me, but like. That's just not it's not going to happen. I'm much right. I'm much more interested. I mean, it would be super fun if I could push a button and that would happen. I would absolutely do it. But finding people and rehearsing and getting gigs sounds much less fun to me than They're just making a synth uh, record or making a yeah. <laughs> Tom Petty sounding record or or just doing something different. So I know yeah. that with my limited time. I'm just going to make something different. 
It's really hard to teach other people your own music if you're not paying them anything. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It takes a special... It takes a special relationship. Luckily, that's one that you and I have. Yeah. Like, I feel like Dark Satellites works pretty well. Um, I guess you've paid me a little. Yeah, bit and, and, years. and I mean, if it, if it was something that you were like, yeah, I might want to do that. Like, I would be, you know, I wouldn't be like, so you think uh, what kind of contract is this? I mean, I would learn your song, like learn the songs, and like, would be happy to play them just just to play them. But I understand, like. It's probably much uh, more, uh, you know, uh, moving on or whatever, you know, uh, making more music, different music is probably a, a better prospect at this point. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know about better and like play or a, a maybe easier. No, Why not do both. I get I get what you're saying. Um for sure, and it would be fun to play. Um, but yeah, I just know, like, already today, like, I spent the time between work and um, meeting up with you guys on the 404, you know, working on something. And I... I um, it's fu- it's fun to listen to this and like get it out there and like but like I already know like I'm I'm just kind of already moving on um, in my head I have thought about if I wanted to do another recording like this it would probably be I could probably come up with a few new songs and do some covers and maybe covers of Mr. Furious artists or something to like round it out and like I could probably put together 10 songs, including some covers and, and do a thing. But I just don't know. Even that is kind of like, do I really want to do it again? I don't know. <laughs> I, it'd be easier the next time, I guess. Yeah. No, I mean, that's always, I mean, I, you know, that was just a question I was wondering. I mean, it, it makes sense why, you know, you know, just to get on to the next thing because there's there's a lot of stuff I think all of us want to do and have in our heads and are looking forward to moving on to even when we're working on something in the moment. So yeah, this is yeah. fight songs is exactly what I hoped it would be. It it, it exceeded my expectations. I was a bunch of experiments happened to work and. You know, I pushed myself to to new levels in some some ways, like with the bass and with the vocals, and with the mixing. And so, like, it's it. It all turned out better than I hoped. The the guests are amazing. Um, and so I'm just very happy with what it is, and I don't need to make it into anything, anything else. It's exactly. What it's supposed to be, I think. Yeah. Yeah, man. Good record, dude. Cool. I appreciate you guys. This has been a long play listening party. I'll catch everybody next week. Later. Peace.